0: Dude, I have the jankiest <laughs> setup right now.
1: Yeah, I'm laughing um, because in a podcast that we listened to of yours earlier, it, the guy was talking about how nice your setup was. And we're literally using like a play fridge with boxes on top.
0: Yeah, we have we have two girls, so it's oh, a know, wooden play, uh, like a refrigerator, stacked on top are two antique suitcase things that are for decoration and then a ream of paper. That's, <laughs> right, way, that's, that's a how good, you do that's
2: actually a good look.
0: I mean, this is ludicrous, and I'm really glad we're not on, we're not on video. Hey, everybody, welcome to this Ability Podcast, where we are on a mission to shift perspective, encourage others, and create community. Hey, I'm so excited to be joined today by, I'm going to be honest, two people that we're already going to call our friends, Selena and I have listened to a podcast with them, and they are some awesome people. Uh, the first musicians that we've had on the podcast, Emma and Tyler, uh, oh my gosh, I, just, I was going to say Willard. <laughs> I'm fired. This is unbelievable. Listen, this is only my 10th podcast, all right? I'm still working on this. Mm-hmm. Great. This Listen, is
3: unreal. There's like, a, there's like a Wario family, like Mario and Wario. There you go.
0: You're, the Willards, uh, they're, they're way meaner than you guys. They don't have fun. They're grouchy. They're not good people. Uh, you know, we, we might leave all this in. Anyway, <laughs> these are not the Willards. Forgive me. These are the great Millards, aka the Ghosts of Liberty. Uh, they are a great band. Honestly, I was telling Selena, Emma, uh, we listened to some of your songs, uh, Daddy's Daughter and some of these, some of these songs. And it blows my mind that there's, like, how are there so many people in the world where you're just like not like on the charts? I just don't understand because your voice is incredible. The song was great all the songs are great. I'm like, what, like, how are there these many good singers in the world?
3: You know? Yeah. Well, in my opinion, the barrier to entry has dropped quite a bit. Um, And and, which is why there are so many podcasts. Um, There's also a ton of musicians now because you can spend under a thousand dollars and have a great setup in your house. So Um, is that
0: a good thing? Like for, like for you guys or for people in general is, is the barrier of entry lowering? Is that a good thing in general? You think?
2: I think it makes it harder to get, you know, recognized big. I mean, the thing is radio and labels and all those people, they want to see that you have already built a following that you already have like a ton of people behind you. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you've proven yourself. Now you can take a chance on you too. Mm -hmm. Whereas it used to be, oh, you're just really talented. We'll sign you to our label and then we'll help you get the marketing to get people to follow you too. So it's, uh, it's done a complete 180 on the expectations.
3: There's, there's also like the virality of things is not necessarily about um, music and just like, this is the song um, I'm going to listen to for the rest of my life. I mean, maybe it is. And, and maybe I'm describing something that isn't new to the music industry, but in my opinion, I'll just say it. It's basically if you create something that's novel, it will still pop through. But if you create something that's just good, you know, as far as like the most objective version of good that you can get, sure. There's just a ton of people producing good music. Mm -hmm. But if you, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep this family friendly, but Mm -hmm. um, there was a song that came out by, um, what's her name?
2: Nicki Minaj maybe?
3: Uh no, um Cardi B. Oh yeah. Last summer and it's still in the top 50 and it's garbage. I'll well, say it. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but it's sure. like you know, it's a viral thing. There it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's novel. It's like funny, it's completely different. So, uh, I, you know, I've thought before about like should we just try to do something absolutely ridiculous just as yeah. if it works i mean i don't know sure and you well, kind of need that for the rest of your life sorry go ahead no no no
0: you're good it, it is interesting it's like this tiktok generation where it's like i feel like artists are making music specifically for a tiktok dance and yeah. and it's almost and you guys are probably like music purists because like, there's something beautiful about music and creating something. And I can't imagine like, and I'm not a, my Selena plays keys, but you know, and, and, and my whole family sings, of course I don't. Uh, So that's frustrating. But uh, as a not music person, by any means, there is just something uh, beautiful about creativity. And like, I got to imagine it's fun, like sitting in a room and trying to like create a song out of nothing like it blows my mind that people can sit down with a pen and paper and write lyrics and then write write the melody and then create something that it, I, I don't know that that's why I like listening to daddy's daughter and sunrise and sunsets like these songs are beautiful like i it, it that's crazy and this is so interesting to talk to you right at the at the in the, the forefront here uh because i have so many so many other things i want to talk about but i think creativity and, and Tyler, maybe you can speak to this as someone who deals with a disability for me, like this podcast has been this creative outlet where mm-hmm. instead of me focusing on a disability, I can use the abilities that I do have, uh, to, to try to spread awareness or shift perspective on disabilities and help people. So mm-hmm. I, I've got to imagine that's similar for you, Tyler, like having a disability, but I don't know, like not being able to see something, but write lyrics about something that you might not be able to see and then like create the music i I feel that i'm getting super deep but that sounds so intriguing to me
3: yeah i i've always considered you know the development of of what i have whether you want to call it and we'll probably get into more of this later but ushers or rp or whatever the words are it's um you know it was a it's a curse and a blessing kind of at the same time because it really forces you to specialize because it's like, okay, I can't really do anything visual anymore. I didn't want to do something where I was going to need so much assistance that there might as well be another person doing my job. Well, Mm. I was like, well, maybe I can, maybe I can give music a try. I, I started playing guitar, like just in college, just kind of for fun. And then I was like, well, I can really, I can really dive into this thing and see where it goes. Um, And so because I was no longer interested in movies or TV or anything else, I was kind of like, I guess I'm going to do this a ton. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's what ends up happening. I think, I think with a lot of, a lot of folks with vision issues is you, you end up just the next step for like your primary um, sense is probably hearing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in talking about your story, Tyler, before we get to it a ahead. Um, so you mentioned Usher as an RP. Um, and I know you were you were diagnosed, if not mistaken, at 21, but what was that like? Like, did it affect you as a kid? And then what was you know, just kind of talk about your story when it comes to your 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 eyes?
3: Yeah, so I have an astigmatism, just like a ton of other people. And I had bad vision since I was really young. Um but for, for those that, that don't know, the way that RP or ushers works is um, it kind of uh, it moves from the outward and the outside in. So you lose your peripheral vision first and then you start to lose your central vision. Um, and so I just thought I always had bad vision because I, I did, but I could wear glasses or contacts or whatever and it would pretty much fix it. But I can remember being... Like I was saying to Emma the other day, I was like, I was good at soccer in middle school. Like, yeah. The captain of the team in middle school. And by the time I got to high school, I was like, I was on varsity, but I wasn't starting, you know, I was basically just a bench player and I didn't really understand why. And I played ultimate Frisbee a little bit in college and um, I crashed into a person on the field and, and, I know you had a similar experience too. I crashed into a car on the road <laughs> kind of in the time frame. Yeah. And that's when I got diagnosed and that's, that's when I was 21. So I can remember in high school, just not really understanding why I wasn't as good at that or actually at reading, I became like a lot slower at reading because I'm sure I just couldn't see um, the words that were next in the sentence um, with my, without peripheral vision. And then the first, The first thing I really remember, which I now know is a symptom, but I didn't know at a time was um, at the time was night blindness. Like Mm -hmm. I can movie theater and just being like this movie theater is particularly dark and no one else really felt the same way.
0: Oh yeah. It's as dark as every other music (laughs) movie theater. (laughs) I I don't know. It's darker. Yeah. How, how'd you feel, man? Like for me again, like when I was five, I failed my kindergarten test and they brought me in and I had to go through all these tests and they told me, well, you know, I don't really remember, but they told my, you know, my parents at the time, like, Hey, he'll probably never drive and he'll probably be legally blind by 20. And I surpassed some of those things. I was able to drive and then, you know, legally blind when I'm 27 is when I found that out. Um, and, and like, it's, it's brutal and it's tough. And I've this year and last year I've started to like figure some things out, but mm-hmm. what that, what did that feel like to you? Like when you're diagnosed, cause that's, that's different. Cause you're, you're given kind of the bad news, right. Or like the, the, the scary words of talking about ushers or RP, whatever at an age where you can obviously
3: understand at 21. So what was that like? Um, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a relief and like, A nightmare at the same time, Mm -hmm. but I knew something was wrong, you know, by that point. And so, for them to just say it, it was like, okay, at least I have a name for this now. And I think you were talking about that before we started recording. Um, Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it is nice to just know. Okay, I, I don't know, you know, when you have some other sort of ailment, and you're like, should I go to the doctor? Should I not go to the doctor? It's, it was just, it was just one of those things. It was in the back of my mind all the time. So to actually get the diagnosis, it was finally in, in the front of my mind. And so I could understand why all the things were happening the way they were happening, but then it's also kind of, all right, well, this is what's waiting for you down the road. And that's, that was, that was tough. And now what's
0: your, what's your vision like now versus when you were 21? Like what has the progression been in, in the past few years?
3: Hmm. So I'm, I'm 36 now. So it's been quite a while. Um, I'm, I don't know what the best, the best way to take you down this road is. Um, I think I probably stopped being able to see faces about like three years ago, something like that. Um, occasionally I would catch glimpses of Emma we would have these magical moments. <laughs> I mean, it's kind. Of, it is kind of. It was like that. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think about times in my life when I was in. I was in grad school for math, and from 2008 to 2011, and that was. Uh, I was still walking around um, without a cane at that point in time, but it was like. I was having to always be switching from my sunglasses to my regular glasses to just like get as much light into my eyes as I possibly could. Um, So I don't know. Those are, those are coming, some of the stop off points Um, right now I can still, I have light sensitivity. So if I'm walking around the house, I just use windows to kind of orient myself,
0: man that's that's it's uh again we're we're at different stages like for me it's faces like selena is only a few feet away from me and like her face is pretty blurry and i have glasses on um and you know and then with the nystagmus everything is constantly shaking so it's uh it's intense it's interesting but that you know you just adapt it's i talked to someone recently about how you know everyone had to adapt in 2020 everyone went through a pandemic mm-hmm. and it's interesting cuz it's almost like some people in you know with with a disability or some sort of disadvantage we've always been adapting so it's almost like 2020 we just naturally all right well this is just another thing we need to adapt you know like you you mentioned um, reading. Yeah. I like, I cannot, I can't read a paperback anymore. If, you know, you, we get a letter in the mail. It's like, Selena, can you read this to me? Everything I do has to be like audio. And I'm, I, I I actually switched to, to iPhone. I was an Android guy forever, but I switched to iPhone because it's just way more accessible. I don't, I don't really use voiceover, but everything's all zoomed in. And then I click all the text messages to like speak them out loud and whatnot, but you know, it's tough, but you just have to learn how to adapt and, and, and overcome.
3: Yeah. Honestly, I feel lucky. I feel lucky. I I feel lucky that we live at the time that we live because not to like be all about Apple or whatever, but it is really nice. My, my 100% computer comes with voiceover. My phone comes with voiceover. Um, and a lot of things are way more accessible than they've ever been. And can you imagine if we're, if we're living through a time and maybe Selena will talk about this a little bit, mm-hmm. but like if we're living through a time when we end up Coming up with cures for these things, yeah, it, it, you know, <laughs> it it would be it would
0: be crazy. I mean, honestly, and you said it even on the uh with Lance, you had said it. it you know, uh yeah, this is great, and we're getting over it. But dear God, I'll uh, I'll take twenty twenty. You know, no big deal. I'll I'll certainly take better eyes. Yeah, so put I'll, I'll be first in line. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. For um, you- sure. That's
1: it's so funny that Clark says I'll take 2020 because I had an eye appointment earlier in the year. And I was like, you yeah, know, I haven't been forever. And um he was like, um, you actually do have perfect vision. He's like, I don't even know what the code is. I have to go look that up. So wow. I was like, Well the my eye doctor, doctor said that. Yes, the eye doctor wow. had to go look it up. Um but Weird I was flex. like, Yes, yeah, sorry. I was like, well, I guess that works out because I I do have the eyes of the relationship. <laughs> But Emma, what was it? So when you met Tyler, did you, you didn't know, or did you know that he was blind? Like when you first met him, how was that?
2: So I went to school. um, Tyler's five years older than me. So for the record, I'm actually only 30, wait, I'm 31.
0: (laughs) Nice. Good correction of the record. Absolutely. Everyone thought you were just way older. Mm -hmm. Good. Perfect.
2: I admitted he was 36 and I'm like, oh no, I'm not. Oh no. I still have five years. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so all that to say, I graduated from high school with his little, one of his two little brothers, Mark, and, um, th- he basically introduced us at some point. Cause he knew we were both living in the same area. And he just said, Hey, my brother's also a musician and records stuff and whatever you guys should, you know, get to, he loves to collaborate. You guys could get together, whatever. Um, so eventually we did. And, um, I, I came over to his house um and when i came you know through the door he, he has no outward signs of being blind right. mark mm-hmm. never brother was blind so
3: <laughs> i kept crashing down never, the hallway <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> he,
2: he reached out to shake my hand then he poked me and
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding um so i like, followed him into his band room and of course he's navigating his own house so it didn't look weird he yeah. was just knew where he was. Um, and then we were sitting there probably for, you know, several minutes talking and he's like, um, so I'm sure Mark already told you this, but I'm blind. Did you know that? And I'm like, no. And that's a lot of people's reaction to us telling them that Tyler's blind. It's like, you don't look blind. And it's like, well, what does blind look like? Right. But, um, and he's definitely good at, uh, I mean, we, when we get around at restaurants and stuff, like usually he just has his hand on my shoulder and, Um, we just, I guide him and, um, a lot of the time he doesn't even have his cane if we're together in public, but, um, yeah, so long story short, I did not know until I physically met him in person. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I remember when I first met Clark, you know, he's probably trying to impress me or whatever who knows but he was like oh yeah I have bad eyes and you know like he said he's just now like becoming comfortable actually talking to people about it so I was like oh bad eyes like oh that's normal whatever but the more time I spent with him and he was like hey do you want to drive and I was like yeah that's that's fine I could drive who cares <laughs> but it's like the more time I spent with him the more I actually understood and similar story with him when he would tell people like how bad his eyes were they're like Really, you don't act
2: like you have bad eyes. Yeah, especially <laughs> when they have glasses on. It's like, Ooh, where are you wearing? Yeah, there have been some really uncomfortable moments too. Or like one time, a bouncer thought he was just drunk because he had his hand on my shoulder. <laughs> like gosh. seven o'clock, we were going to eat at this place. We weren't going to like party. <laughs> like I'm standing there and he's like, hey man, can you stand up without holding on to her? Oh, and gosh. I was blind. Well,
3: the worst part was that I was like, yes. And then I took my hand off and he like still didn't believe me. Yeah, I'm like, and I was like what is the test for anyway?
2: Yeah. He <laughs> thought he was just drunk and that we were just like messing with him. And it was really like inappropriate the way he reacted. Like he didn't, he was not very compassionate. But it, you know, people just don't understand sometimes. They really don't. You know? And sure. half the time when you when we're at a restaurant or something and he has to tell the server, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm I, I can't really see, they'll be like, Oh yeah, man, me neither. Like, that's a really common response.
3: Mm-hmm. So I, d- I don't tell people I'm blind because I feel like it's, I feel like they think I'm exaggerating, like clearly mm. exaggerating. And so they're like, they'll like laugh and then they'll feel bad for laughing because they think yeah. I'm joking. So I just tell people, um, like I really don't see well, or I have, I have like very low vision, try to put it in those terms or something, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm super sensitive to light. So like, I can't go, like, I cannot go outside without my sunglasses unless like, I can like go to my mailbox or whatever, which is attached to the house. It's not (laughs) even like uh, it's near the street. Um, but like, so like fluorescent lighting or, or going to an office, uh, you know, going to, uh, going to a coffee shop and there's like a million windows. It's impossible. Like I can't see unless I have my sunglasses on. So it's funny. I'm always squinting. So people are always like, like people I know, but might not like, know no. Then we'd be like, like, is everything okay? And I'm like, Oh yeah, 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 I'm fine. I'm just like, my eyes are super sensitive to light. I'm just squinting. I'm sorry. You know? And it's just like, have to, you have to take a brief second. Cause I'm just like, I look mad at everyone all the time. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm just squinting. Cause I can't see anything. It's fine. But um, it, I'm curious, um, you know, you, you guys in, in, in the relationship, like what have I guess Selena, this may have been a better question for Selena to ask Emma, but, um, or Selena, maybe you can, you can speak to this first and then Emma can say, but like, what's it like, and I know we've talked about this, but you've never been on a podcast with me about it, but like, what's it like being, uh, being married to somebody with, with a visual uh, impairment? Uh,
1: Pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yeah. That's a great, Um, that's a great answer. mm -hmm. No, it's just, uh, you touched on this earlier. It's just about adapting um, I, the thing that I always use, the example I always use when I'm talking to people about it is like, um, the, something in the refrigerator that he's going to get for himself. It's not just like in the refrigerator, but I say like, uh, it's on the top shelf all the way to the left behind the yogurt, but like in front of the pickles, like very specific, um, always putting things in the same place, you know, that, I leave the cupboards open sometimes and he hits his head like that's just
0: <laughs> I you do that on purpose I feel like sometimes
1: huh? yes uh, <laughs> that...
0: brief example this was this is super embarrassing in the moment and then I was like okay this is kind of funny I've been making smoothies and I was I went for the blueberries uh frozen blueberries
2: <laughs> oh, and I,
0: I ended up with a bag of frozen corn <laughs> and <laughs> Selena's like you know you're putting corn in your smoothie right and I was like obviously not like please help me <laughs> Obviously not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To...
1: yeah, it was a dumb question because clearly he's not having a corn smoothie but I'm like what <laughs> are you doing like it's not a blueberry um uh, yeah so I'm still you know I'm not perfect and I think sometimes I assume that he can see more this was I'm way better than I was when we first got married I'd just be like come on you can actually see that like you're fine mm-hmm. like just read it But that was just a lack of sensitivity and not even from like a mean place. Just like, oh, I don't, I don't know what it's like to not be able to see. So I just learning how to, I mean, cause he's been doing this his whole life and I am like all of a sudden now learning what it's like to live with someone who can't see everything that I do.
2: Right. Um, And I mean a lot of the same, I echo the same sentiments. I mean, Tyler probably had less vision from the very beginning So of, of me knowing him. So I like immediately got used to like him holding my shoulder to like lead me, lead him around. And um, I mean, I'm always improving in that. Like how many years now since uh, like six or seven?
3: Since, oh, right. <laughs>
2: It's like no wait, wait,
0: 2014.
2: Like seven years almost. And um
3: how
0: old are you? I think on un- years Yeah. What's your name? Yeah. yeah. Is it seven
2: or eight? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have some issues other than the vision, I think. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I guess my point is as long as I've known him, it's like I constant everything's learning curve and like mm-hmm have to have a lot of grace with one another because there are things that frustrate me and there are things that frustrate him. And we just, you know, we learn to overcome it. But I mean, as long as we've been together, it wasn't until probably like last year where I finally got good at remembering to say, when we're like going into a restaurant or a store, like we're pulling on the left or we're pushing on the right for the doors because he's behind me. And if I'm, I'm, pushing the door and he doesn't know where the door is. Like he could hit it or it's just like not a good situation or pulling, he could hit his head. Like yeah. so finally I got good at like that one thing, but it's every day is like a new, you know, what could I improve on probably.
3: I have a nightmare story with that. Um, we were, <laughs> I, was at, I was at a wedding with just my band, like not Emma and um, we were walking through a door and I went to grab what I thought was the door frame And basically, I stuck my fingers like into the kind of the hinge side (gasps) of the door. I had to play play the rest of the wedding with like beat up fingers.
2: I don't think I knew that one.
3: Yeah, that's why why I I kind of decided then. I was like, I need to have people tell me in, out, left, right.
2: And what's funny, too, is um, also like at the grocery store, he pushes the cart and I just hold on to the front corner.
3: She gets in there.
2: I I hold on. (laughs) corner and I like direct it and it's perfect. Cause like he's doing the work, but he also doesn't have to be led, you know? So it's, it works out, but it's so funny. Like I find myself if I'm with just my family or with some friends, I know this is so true. I, I will get out of the driver's side of the car, walk around and like, wait for my friend to get out. Like like it's subconscious for me to wait to be like oh, we have a curb that we have to walk up or like wait for them to put their hand on my shoulder. Like I don't really start to go through those motions. And the other day I was in the grocery store with some friends and I did the same. I'm like I'm sorry. I'm like dragging you around by the grocery cart because I keep it's just my instinct. Like it's it's so second nature to me now. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> so I guess there's the practical and then there's like the emotional side of being married to, um, a blind person. And I think, um, I think everyone like thinks that's very, it's like such a different life, but it's just like anything. It just becomes your new normal. Asleen mm-hmm. and probably feel the same way. Like it, you know, I wouldn't have my life any other way. And I don't feel like it's that different, um, from yeah. the next.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just our normal. Right. I have just as much fun with Clark as I'm sure that we would have if he had his sight. So it's like, yeah, Yeah. I can't even, you know, and I do, you know, I, I hope, and I pray that, you know, the Lord will heal his eyes or there will be a cure. So it's like, I, I hold to that, like, you know, someday, and that's not even just for me. It's not like a selfish request. It's like, oh, something that I want for him just because, I mean, it's not easy, obviously not having your sight, but. Yeah, I would not say that my life is harder or worse because of his vision loss. It's just, it's just different.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I think. I, go ahead, go ahead, Emma.
2: <laughs> well, I'll go quick. I um, I think like um, I talked about I talked this about this a lot with other people that are going through like a life change too. But like when we started dating, I mean, we were pretty serious from the beginning because we became really good friends for like six months before we started dating, and I remember. I just had to get myself into that mindset of like, okay, that I had to like take a few moments to like mourn the loss of my expectation of reality for my life. Wow! And then after that, but after but like it really has has taught me how to do that in like many situations. That's good because like life is not supposed to be perfect, and um, I just think that um, like all of the things that were thrown that. That are challenging, like make us better people, and make it easy for us to empathize with others, and um, make life more beautiful. Really, in the end,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I love that. It's just uh, that's what that's what makes a marriage. I feel like it's just like how you overcome obstacles. And Selena and I have been, we've been through the thick of it, whether it's my eyes or other things. But we're we're a better family because of it. And you just learn to adapt. You know, I'm very frustrated. It's so like obviously my, my, my uh, I guess I can almost say three-year-old while it breaks Mm -hmm. my heart, but she'll, she's like always, Hey, can you read this story to me? And I can't. So I just have to tell her stories. And Tyler, you're going to do the same thing. Like, you're just going to create these amazing stories. I have one story about Ella the elephant and, and Ivy. You know, Ivy's obviously the main character. She always wins because mm-hmm. she's the best. And I some somehow, Ella was sick and Ivy had to go find some chalafel root. What's chalafel root? No idea. But she always asks me for the chalafel root story. <laughs> and it's fun, right? Like, I, it's it's a bummer when she's like, hey, can you read this to me? I'm like, I'm so sorry, I can't. Yeah.
2: that is so special though. Like it's all those little things. It's like, okay. So if we had a quote, normal life, like we would just do the things that everybody else does, but like, right. look at all the whole new ways that we get to live our life that nobody else gets to live it. You
0: See, know? And that's like, when I, the, one of the taglines of the podcast, I, I say shift perspective and like, that's it right there. What you said, Emma is like, what, again, I'll take 2020, but you know what? There's nothing I can do right now. So I'm just going to learn how to adapt to my situation. And that's, you know, something I talk about with everybody is like, you know, Tyler, there's a version of you that like didn't put yourself out there. Like you didn't play music. Like you're just you're you're mad at the world. Like I'm I'm blind to boo hoo. But I I applaud people like you and someone I'm trying to to be better at being is like, hey, I know I'm dealing with this, but I need to do something like we only have so much time on this planet, you know? And like, I, I think we're all kind of called to be here and do something. So we have to push ourselves and put in the work, you know? And, and I kind of want to segue into what, what you've been doing on the production side, Tyler, is like you you found some classes. So the, the reason I'm doing this podcast, there's all sorts of people who might listen to it. Like there might be some kid who's like, man, I love music, but it's so hard for me to navigate whatever the music production program is, or it's really difficult for me to do this, but it's like, Hey, there's tools and things available to you. So I'd love to t- for you to talk about your, uh, your experience with IC music, kind of what that is and, and what that's done for you.
3: Yeah. So that was another thing, almost like the cane, um, where I sat down with voiceover on my computer, um, maybe a couple of years back and I tried to do one of their little tutorials and I got like lost really quickly. And I was like, oh, forget it. I'll just get somebody else to basically be um, be a producer or engineer or something like that, someone to work the computer. Um, and then, you know, we had a few expensive experiences and a few bad experiences and some that were both. And it was like, I don't want to pay somebody else to make these kind of decisions anymore.
2: Or to rely on someone else.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, like let me just see if this is possible and the first thing we just typed in like school for blind people learning how to produce music and it and it just popped right up so i don't know if they have competitors or not but i see music was great they're out of chicago you if you're in in the region you can you can take classes there but it's it's a lot cheaper to do it online um just like through zoom and they have everything all the way from, like, I didn't use my computer at all before then.
2: Um, after you so lost your site.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. After I probably seven years ago was like the last time I'd use my computer, like really used it. And um, but they take you all the way from um, the basics. So if you're on a, if you're on a PC, they'd probably have you on jaws or something like that. But if, if you're on a Mac, they'll have you doing the voiceover and, um, there were two it was basically like using voiceover and then using pr- certain programs on your computer so I learned how to use pages or you know it'd be word on the piece yeah. and then mail just very basic stuff that you think you're going to need to use and and um, you know there's a uh, there's classes that they have set up but you can do like kind of a la carte type stuff as well And then once you get through that stuff, you can get into the music production classes. So I took one class in Logic, which for those uh, who don't know, that's like if you have GarageBand, which comes stock on Mac um, products, if you pay 200 bucks, you can upgrade to Logic. And it's got like, it's known for just having a crazy amount of built-in sounds. So if anybody's into beat making and that sort of stuff, which I, I'm not really, but, um, I it's, it's great. It's just got like yeah. guitar sounds, ton, ton of different piano sounds, everything. Um, and now there's four basically four programs that are accessible for blind folks. Um, probably logic and, um, Reaper and pro tools being the most popular of them. And I haven't really gotten into anything further than mixing. Um, But I think this summer they're going to have classes that come out that are completely self-guided and are even cheaper than like the zoom ones where you're on -on one-on-one with another person.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm so thankful for stuff like that. And, and, and that's why even doing this podcast, I want people to hear about that resource just because it's hard. Like, this is not a pun but like it's dark if you're dealing with a a disability or you're dealing with whatever you think you're by yourself how am I going to do this and a lot of it is we're just ignorant to to what's available like people don't know there are these tools and there's classes and there's there's apps for your phone and there's all sorts of things that can help you and one of the things I want to do with this podcast is is help people to discover some of those things so I think that's amazing and it just shows again like You, you put in the work, uh, Mm -hmm. like you're like, if I'm going to produce music, if we're going to sing, it's not, you have to practice, right? So it's not just boohoo. I'm blind. You like, you're figuring it out on your end. And that's why, again, it's, I love, love talking to people in this community that have been able to achieve something because, uh, you have to put in the work and put in the effort and decide, Hey, this is a limitation, but I'm going to learn, or I'm going to discover a resource that can help me overcome that.
2: Yeah. I can add to just, I mean, it is so, li- it's been life changing. I don't think that's like understa- or overstating it. Right. Right. I mean, this is like, I, we, we did, we went through having to kind of ask around a lot of people like, Hey, how would you feel about, I mean, I called like local community technical colleges that have engineering programs. And we said, could we have like a student come and do an apprenticeship or something where he works with Tyler? Wow. We tried so many things and like the end of the day, nobody's going to work as hard for your dreams as you are. And it just Mm. so true over and over. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like, I'm just humbled every day by how hard he's working to do this. Like it's his passion and like every waking moment that he's not (laughs) eating or like running on the treadmill. It's like, it's like weekends, weekdays, every night, whatever he's up here, like hustling. And it's incredible to watch just as, as just a, any human being it's, just so cool to see it happening.
0: man. no one's going to work as hard for your dreams as you are. That's such a, you said that so quickly, but that is such an incredible thing. And, And what is it? I'd love to talk about music for a little bit here for both of you. I know you have some solo stuff you've done or your own kind of projects and then you have ghost of Liberty. Uh, but talk about that a little bit, like the grind of, of the dream, right? Like you're working on creating something and then what's, what's that like in general, just you guys working together, writing music. Um, as someone, again, who's not in the music world, I'd love to hear some some behind the scenes of, of what the music side of things is like.
2: A thought that just struck me is like, I don't know if I would have had this kind of endurance for this many years of, of doing the full-time music thing if it weren't for having like Tyler as like my partner and my cheerleader. Sorry, our dog is like <laughs> scratching in the background.
0: That's <laughs> all right.
2: But like, I just had this quick vision of like, gosh, it's been like seven years that I've been full-time music. And I did just get my real estate license because that's just something I've always Congratulations. wanted.
0: Congratulations. Oh, that's that's awesome. awesome.
2: Thank you. Um, but I don't know that like having your best friend and your, you know, husband or your wife also be in on that the highs and the lows—it's just a huge um, roller coaster ride. There's, it's more—it's more rejection than it is acceptance, mm-hmm. and so you have to get, you know, you have to build up a lot of grit to be able to take that much. And it helps to have somebody by your side the whole time. Absolutely,
0: I love that so much. Ugh, oh, that's awesome, Thanks Emma. Too. I I don't know if you if there was a story here or or not, but it sounded like there may have been on, on the see-through podcast, you had said something about you guys wrote your wedding song. And then you said, we can talk about m- more about that later. It sounded like there was a story. Is there, is there a story about the wedding song?
2: Oh yeah, go ahead.
3: Um, Yeah. I don't, I actually don't even, I don't remember exactly what the story would have been, but. Oh, the but
2: you, you wrote it to propose to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's the basic one. I don't think, I don't know if there's like a more than that, but I wrote a song. Well, cause I was like, ah, oh, so cliche. We both play music. I'm not going to write a song to propose to Emma. And then I was like, no, that's why I, that's why I have to do it. Because <laughs> like that not everybody can do that. So we, uh, um, it was
2: Christmas Eve of <laughs> it <was> 2017. <laughs>
3: it was Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and all through the house.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. We were rushing from like a family friend's Christmas party to his uh, parents Christmas party and he had his guitar planted outside of their house. Yeah. And so when we went in,
3: oh no, we were outside. Yeah, so. right
2: out. Sorry, on the sidewalk. And I was like, "Hey, why is your guitar sitting out here in the cold?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like nothing occurred to me. And then he turns to the left and he's like, "Why do you think?" And at the top of the little like porch steps is this little sweet lit up live Christmas tree with a ring box at the base Aww. of it.
0: Let's go, Tyler. He <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> It was like pick, it was like Hallmark, honest to God. Yeah. And then uh, he pulls off the guitar and I'm like, wait, no, this is what, is this happening right now? Like, and then he sings this song, which um, it was, it's amazing. I mean, I, I can say that because I didn't write it, so, but oh. it is, it's the sweetest song. It's been known to make more men cry than women, which is really funny. Oh
0: boy.
2: It's called prologue. Um, and We ended up producing it locally with one of our friends who's a producer and then we surprised our wedding guests by yeah. our first dance, was um, to our recorded version.
0: Wow. Aww. I yeah. love that. That is amazing. Boy, Tyler, you're really setting the bar high.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Doug Davis, yeah, by the way. That's, that's our producer friend who helped us do it.
0: And it is,
2: um, it's actually out on iTunes and Spotify and all that, but it's under our old duo name, which was M and Ty. M and Ty. Gonna have to listen to it.
0: Yeah, yeah so- apparently I'm going to listen to it and just weep. So this is going to be terrific. <laughs>
2: Let us know. It's, it is really weird how like multiple guys or women have been like, may my husband cry or oh. may my boyfriend cry. Like it's Great. really funny. I don't know. It's
3: it, I probably because it's a very honest male perspective. I True. guess. Sure.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my, uh, my pro is very similar. I wrote Selena's song. Uh, just kidding. I did not. But now that I think about it, there were so many issues. Selena, <laughs> I'm so sorry. First of all, we were in my wife's from Kansas City, Missouri, and there's this place. It's the World War, World War II Memorial, and it like sits up pretty high. You can like see the city and it's beautiful. But wow. I proposed to you at the memorial of a war. Like, that's yeah. probably not a great idea <laughs> now that I think about it. And then my uh, my last name is Campbell. So Campbell Soup, uh, you know, got those jokes my whole life. So I got down on one knee and I asked Selena to marry me. And then I was like, wait, because apparently this, my it, insane self, like <laughs> I joked about this for years and I was like, oh, no, I'm actually going to do it. And I said, I said, hey, girl, you look good. Let me change your last name to Campbell. And uh, you know, now we have two kids. Mm-hmm. So it's all but worked before out. Before that,
1: you didn't even he didn't even say, like, will you marry me? He got down on one knee and he
0: said, You should marry me. Yeah. And oh I was God. right. You should have. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, <was>. I did.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh my gosh. But we talked about the music. Uh, I want you to plug your stuff. And then we've got a little bit of a game for you. <clears throat> uh, I missed. Uh, apparently, I did not finish the episode of, of the c Through podcast that you're on. So Selena revealed to me today about the uh, the Big Idea podcast, um, which I think is absurdly brilliant, if I can say so myself. <laughs> Selena and I are big gamers. So awesome. we play, um, I mean, Selena's kind of crazy. Uh, we played Monopoly uh, back in the day, and she threw a cup at me. Oh, uh, he
1: was cheating. I <laughs> it was deserved.
0: Disrupt- no we were playing with her family and they do in Monopoly, uh, family discounts, which is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Like, what are we doing here as the person who's not part of the family? I obviously didn't get the good discounts. That's
3: so yeah. Funny. You basically are required to cheat, to keep up
0: hundred percent.
3: So yeah. she threw a cup
0: at me. And she likes to add the, (laughs) add the fact that it was an empty Starbucks cup. It was, it was a small paper cup. You, if it was the closest thing, if it was a heavy mug, (laughs) you want to throw it at me. You're just very competitive, but we play. um, So I know it's, it's trivia based and I promise we are, we're going to be on board. I think it's such a clever idea. We, we love it. We're going to start playing. Um, But we have, we play Jeopardy on our, oh, it's not muted. uh, A L E X A the uh, amazon echo i'm not going to say her yeah. name or she'll go off um yeah we play jeopardy every day so it's tw- she'll she'll ask us 12 questions and it's kind of our dinner time ritual we'll sit down and and ivy enjoys playing with us as well uh she'll just say like what is you know some random thing what is cow yeah she, she did say what is cow the other day we got the <laughs> <Yeah>. question wrong <laughs> so uh, so Selena's gonna ask you. I just I wrote down quickly the six six questions from today. So I want Selena to ask these six questions to you guys, uh, and then and then I want you guys to uh, talk about the podcast and where people can find you and, and go from there. Okay, cool. cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I hope that I I don't stutter. I'm reading these for the first time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, I can't say anything in them quickly. So there could be some issues.
1: (laughs) The Words might not be spelled right. I do see a few um, red squigglies. So we'll see. All (laughs) right. The first question, it says official state songs. Live free. Okay. Live free or die is an official state song of a new
2: state that borders Maine. Mm, Maine borders New Hampshire and Vermont.
3: You say a new state? New, yeah, yeah. New is the clue. Oh. Yeah,
0: new- I think they got
3: that. Oh, okay. I'm just checking.
0: Sorry.
3: <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, and I that sounds familiar. Now that now that we've revealed that it's New Hampshire, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: so did we say what is New Hampshire? You got to say Jeopardy what, what is cow? What is cow? <laughs> what is
1: cow? <laughs> All
3: right, one out of one.
1: Um, that is correct. Okay, so question number two at the movies, Anna Elsa. Elsa and Olaf are characters in this 2013 animated film. What is Frozen? Yes, very tough. I'm pretty sure
0: Ivy would have gotten that one, right? Ivy would have gotten that. You guys will be watching a lot of Frozen uh, pretty soon. I sing it at my gigs for the little kids.
2: Oh, that's so cute. Oh, yeah, so fun.
1: All right, question three. Business acronyms and abbreviations is a category. You're so money if you know that CFO stands for this job. These are so easy. They are. I'm sorry, unless you don't know that, then it's like, wow, (laughs) so hard. You got it. Go ahead.
3: Chief financial. What is chief financial officer?
1: (laughs) Yes. What is it? (laughs) What is it? Question for 18th century stuff. In 1712, Dutch traders sold their first shipment of this, which had been grown
2: on the island of Java. (laughs) 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 What? What is coffee? And now, now Dutch Brothers coffee makes so much more sense. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's true. I didn't even know what Dutch Brothers was. I actually someone just this is so weird. Elect the dot (laughs) (laughs) myself. I promise you, she always asks us questions about things that we were just talking about the day before. I literally just saw a post about Dutch Bros. Don't know what it was, but now we have a question about it. That's great. Yeah, it's weird. Question number five fantastic beasts in greek mythology these creatures with the body of a lion and the head and wings of an eagle
0: pulled chariots the first hard one unless they know it right away
2: like this is you you're into like all the sci-fi it's not a
3: centaur. dorky
2: things <laughs> it's
3: not a centaur. yeah that's the, literally the only one i could think of centaur <laughs> what it? the parts again it's the what it's a it
2: lion
1: like? and like wings what was
3: the one that um
1: a body of a lion and the head and wings of an eagle and they pull chariots I don't know if that's important. What was the one that was like
3: in the center of the chimera? Is that it? Is there? Is that something different?
2: Um, that's know? probably from one of your fantasy novels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> a lion and wings of an no, eagle. No, 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 no. it's a fantastic head of a
2: bird, wings of a bird, and then body of a lion. Oh,
3: Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's the best guess I Giant, have. Giant,
2: menacing bird.
1: Bird lion is the answer. Yeah. No, it's a griffin's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that was that. in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Okay, was it in Harry Potter or was it in Fantastical beasts Because I was wondering if that was the clue.
0: It's Fantastic Beasts. Oh, sorry. I've
1: always seen the movie one time. Like, unbelievable. Years ago. <laughs> no, I feel like it should be called Fantastical beasts So, because that sounds better.
2: Is Gryffindor, isn't there symbol?
0: Ah, uh, why? Well, that means I spelled it wrong. I don't know.
3: Uh, I think, is Buckbeak a griffin?
0: Oh, Buckbeak. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i a Harry Potter guy. Selena's not a Harry Potter gal. No, I've but I seen re- them once. They're good. You've seen them once. Um, I read all the books during the pandemic, uh, which it was an amazing experience.
1: Yes. All right. So this is the last question. It says it starts with three consonants. It's a cocktail consisting of wine and soda water.
3: It's what was the first part?
1: Oh, starts sp- with
2: three consonants. What's a spritzer? Oh, Good job. There it is. So fast. Uh, Maybe because I'm pregnant and I can't have anything like that right now. Yeah, yeah there you go. Part, it's on your brain.
0: Five out of six. <laughs> with that being good. said, uh, can you guys t- tell us about the podcast uh, and when you know all the uh, all the socials where people can find you find your music and all that good stuff?
3: Yeah, so the way my friend described it is the podcast is I come up with 16 trivia questions and abuse my wife with them. <laughs> That's the way to do it.
1: That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I did love we listened to the first episode and the last one. And the first one, it was like she was just cracking up the whole time because she's like, I
2: don't know what she saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I've I've dumbed it down a little bit. I'm not as jumpy about the. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um. So uh, the basic idea is there are four groups of four questions, and then the each group, the four answers that go along with that group, will have something in common. And you'll end up with four of those things. Those are called the first, second, third, and fourth ideas. And those things will all have, to have have whoop. will all have something in common as well. Not sure what happened <laughs> to me the... <laughs> just there. <laughs>
0: big
2: idea, He's shorting out. Let me. Yeah. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, hey, uh, it's okay take a deep breath oh
3: yeah I'll take um, my time I'll do this
2: so wait we're doing yeah we're doing it bi-weekly now it's really tyler's you know project tyler's big idea and then he just makes me look like a fool every sure time. and um but aside from that we our social media is like on instagram at the ghosts of liberty and ghosts is plural it's hard to say ghosts and <laughs> 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 really like either and then same thing on Facebook. Um, and,
3: and I handle all the Twitter stuff because <laughs> it's mostly non-visual and pretty accessible. There you go. Awesome. And honestly, just it's at ghost Liberty and it's at the big idea seven, but you can just search for those things and you'll find us.
0: I love it. We'll be joining uh, in the podcast bi-weekly and playing along. I honestly, it is, it is a great idea. And for two people who are super competitive and love trivia, <laughs> uh, we're always looking for excuses to play more trivia. This is like I just want trivia all the time. Everyone's like, "Oh, should we play like Mafia or should we play this?" I'm like, "How about Trivial, Trivial Pursuit? You guys want to do that instead? Like, let's sit down and just ask some trivia questions. It's great. I know you I and Tyler
2: would like get along so well. If you lived here, we would just be going to trivia nights every other week. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a
0: plan. Hey, oh, yeah. well, guys, thank you so much, uh, Tyler. I I really appreciate being able to connect with you and. Um, I, again, uh, I'm just so encouraged by people who have decided to, to not be that version of themselves that just like, is I'm going to, I'm going to do something. And I, I I just love that. And there's so many people who are going to connect with your story and and want to be able to do something. And, you know, if, if I heard correctly, it's, you know, it's hustle, it's drive, it's, it's passion for what you, you want to do. It's having a dream and going for it. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story. You guys are when we listened to the the first thing we heard you guys on, we were like, "All right, we uh, they're our best friends. Yeah. You guys are just so fun, uh, and, and this world needs some some fun and enjoyment." And uh, I'm excited to to get this podcast out. But thank you both so much.
3: Absolutely, we're yeah. uh, we're honored that you guys invited us to be in the podcast. And
0: now
2: we have new friends in Michigan. I
3: know. There for go.
0: We'll be in touch. We're excited for the baby. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Ability Podcast. I hope you are coming away from what you heard today feeling both challenged and encouraged. I hope you start to look at some of the disabilities or disadvantages in your life just a little bit differently and begin to leverage the abilities that you do have to become the best version of yourself. I would be honored if you would take a moment and hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on and share this with your friends and family. I'm so grateful that you decided to join me today and I will see you again real soon.